Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Rob Turley, your host of DTRH Podcast or Down the Rabbit Hole Podcast. I'm the co-founder, co-CEO at White Rabbit Intel, and today I have a special guest named Arturo Del Rio Jr. He is just as high energy as me and just as fucking crazy. So I think you're gonna like him. He's another AI guy like myself. We're a rare find when it's when we're building the real stuff because most of it, most most of it's just a buzzword or they say they have it, but they actually don't. So we have a lot of opinions about that, but in this case, you know, Arturo is the real deal, and I'm so happy to have him here. We're going to be talking a little bit about why no is such a powerful word when you're selling or talking to customers. It's okay to say no, and it's good to deny people because working with someone who's impossible is usually more detrimental than actually making the sale itself. You know, you sold someone for $20,000, but they're costing you hundred grand because of the difficulty that they're bringing you, and it's not worth the money. Um, so that's something that is so important within the sales and marketing processes. And uh, Arturo is definitely a champion at saying no. So it's a it's a word that I want everybody listening to this to learn how to use properly. So Arturo, please introduce. Hey, well, first off, thanks for having me on here, Rob. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, I, it's not usually on a podcast, but this fine gentleman and I are, are, are yapping all day anyway. So we might as well do this too. Uh, but uh, very sincerely, uh, you know, my name is Arturo Del Rio. I'm the co-founder and CEO of ADMD Solutions, home of the world's first and only suite of AI growth, growth solutions and services. On average, we grow people's businesses 88 to 327%. And uh, my background is, is, well, as you guessed it, I've been, a, I've been in sales a long time. Uh, from my first little gig, deciding I wanted to sell my my own little uh, services, playing guitar and singing when I was like 13, 14. And um, I think even before that, I was selling candy on uh, the playground, which uh, my Catholic school didn't appreciate much. I remember getting quite a lot of trouble in fifth grade, you know, for, for slinging Reese's. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been a seller for a long time. I, I have the benefit and fortune of having worked with some of the most amazing, talented people on earth. I was responsible for building out, you know, large portions of an organization, by well, an IBM company's organization, including running the entirety of Latin America, uh, ran global sales at a company called SunGuard, a uh, really cool place, right? They literally invented disaster recovery on mainframes, yeah, you know, fifty years ago. So you know, it's kind of uh, been around, uh, been around the block. I've been doing sales for a long time, everything from high ticket items and literally wine uh, to major cloud solutions and AI now for a long time. This is actually my second AI based growth company. I exited the first back in May, so I'm just um, super excited to be talking to you here, Rob. And one of my favorite subjects were. I'm just going to say it, the weak sauce out there, separating the wheat from the chaff, understanding and utilizing the power of no appropriately. Uh, so that's, you know, I'm really excited to talk about this today with the man. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm excited to, uh, in case anybody didn't know who's listening, Artero and I, our companies, White Rabbit Intel and ADMD Solutions will be partnering with one another. So it's going to be an extremely powerful AI bundle that's going to be absolutely incredible. So not trying to sell anybody here, just saying it's going to be fucking epic. At the that's very true. Least. It'll yeah. sell itself. It'll sell itself. <laughs> or, or, or it actually might. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, uh, to get to it. So the power of no. No is an important word that is taught to people ever since they're a child, right? So get to a little bit of the roots of this. No means back off. It means you do not have consent. It means it is definitely a no-go. It is something that is not acceptable. And there is a lot of things, there are a lot of things in business that are unacceptable that have crossed 
the threshold on several different occasions because of the fear of saying no to somebody is going to ruin a relationship. No, it's not going to, to ruin a relationship. In fact, it's actually a way to assert dominance and it's a way to assert yourself in saying, we are the experts. We know that this is not good for us or for you. This is not the time, place, or the effort that is going to be the best for the both of us. So it's about maintaining that relationship with a no. Sure, they might get upset, but it's going to turn out being beneficial in the end. And I will tell you one thing that is often overlooked. You know, we think about setting precedents uh, with our clients and the behavior and how we're going to allow people to treat us. Remember, uh, you know, the sales relationship is a relationship like any other. Right. If you come into it begging, you're going to be, you know, on the back foot the whole time. Right. Being able to set a precedent of how you will interact, how you want to be treated and what is is and is not acceptable is critical. But one of the most important factors about no that people innately seem to overlook, it is about your personal credibility right? as an individual and as an organization. If you line up 10 salespeople competing on a deal. And you, you know, are some fly on a window listening in on their conversations, you'll come to determine that most sales reps will say yes, even if they're unsure. And when yes is said across the board to everything, it's pretty clear to most intelligent prospects that you're lying about something. And that is the God's honest truth and is so often overlooked. One of the factors that I will tell you has always separated my teams and, and I believe myself is that not only is it a lack of fear, but it's important to set that precedent and note, hey, sometimes the answer needs to be no. And I've straight up asked my prospects, listen, is everybody telling you yes to this? When you hear how uncomfortable people get on the other side of the phone, you'll realize how truly differentiated you are. And one people, one thing that sales folks always seem to forget, especially as they're growing in their own career, they believe that what's going to be the ultimate separating factor is going to be purely feature and function. Let me tell you how that is outrageously inaccurate. The truth yeah. of the matter is people still buy from people. Of course, if you went in looking for a, you know, a, a Rolls Royce and you're trying to sell the Kia, I'm sorry to tell you, you're probably going to lose that deal, right? But the truth of the matter is if you're selling uh, uh, the Kia and someone else is selling the Hyundai, the difference may be you, right? And, and this is a key differentiator. The individual is a differentiator, not just your products and not just your company. And one of the key ways to set that tone early and often is with honesty, especially when it is a negative, especially when it's a no to something. Anybody who says yes all the time can't be honest. And, and by the way, Rob, I mean, I know you've been selling for quite some time in your space. Have you seen this to be true with especially the early stage sales folks, right? That innate fear to say no. Yeah, no, it happens all the time. <clears throat> it's something that the lack of saying no can get you into a place that you don't want to be very often, more often than not. And if you say yes to something that you're unsure of, or it's, it's what's just as powerful as I don't know. So both right. no's, the K-N-O-W and the N-O are both just as important because you cannot agree to something that you cannot back up. You're better off saying, no, we cannot, if you know that you can't. And if you don't know, then tell them, I don't know. So both no's are just as important and both no's should be learned in the sales and marketing processes. Uh, the reason why is that a lot of false information gets out there. A lot of false information about a company and you're building an expectation that is not fulfillable. If you cannot fulfill the expectation, then you are going to lead a very unsuccessful business because if, this, if the expectation is not fulfilled, then you don't really have much of anything. 
So it's about under promise over deliver and saying no is a very important part of that process. Absolutely. I, I, I'll throw one other thing out here. This is a little, little insider trade secret. Learn how to pause, right? And no, by the way, in negotiations is powerful. Um, when I say no in a negotiation, I'm quiet. In fact, I train everyone to be quiet because the first person to speak generally is going to lose that battle. Um, that awkward space is something you want to live and breathe. You know, the reps I, I have the fortune of working with, they they grow in that space, right? That awkward moment, you can see the, the smile happening across and they're loving every second of it. And that discomfort that's being created is important because discomfort makes people, forces people to think. It forces people to understand. And a lot of times you'll get an innately poor reaction, which will give you a lot of information in the process. So again, not only is no a powerful word, when you're starting the process and learning and cultivating the relationship so people understand what you are and are not willing to accept from an interaction standpoint, oh, send us another quote, no. I'm not a quote jockey. If you if you do want a bunch of pricing from other people, please, I'm sure there's a lot of competitors that have no problem sending you 97 different prices. We're here to solve business problems for people who are serious. And when that time comes, you know, we'd love the opportunity to speak with you. But unfortunately, we don't have the sort of time to just dish out quotes and be that third one on the checklist, right? So again, people are often not used to being spoken to that way. And it's not disrespectful. It's it's actually the respect for yourself and their time. If they're simply seeking a third quote to put on a spreadsheet and make a decision, you didn't want to be that person anyway. So think about it like this. If they weren't going to buy anyway, what did you really lose? Also, one of the biggest problems is because we don't say no and we don't learn to stick to our guns, what happens every fourth quarter? Right. People wait to make that purchase because most people have trained. Think about this. You've trained not only your prospects, but your clients to behave a certain way because wait for it. You didn't learn to say no. And if you did say no, you didn't stick to your guns. So that's the second portion of this that makes it critical. You know, one of our negotiation tactics, no matter where we are in the world, and actually, it's not a tactic. That's what makes it so effective. We leave our best offer on the table. And we left. And that is the end of it, because the truth of the matter is, I don't care if I win or lose that deal. And the person who cares less in that negotiation will likely win. So when I say, no, this is the best price, that's what I meant. Now, they may leave, they may go somewhere else, but if you truly believe in yourself and your services, the likelihood is that they will come back. Most prospects are not going to select another you know, product or tool because it's a couple dollars more or a couple dollars less. They're buying the individual relationship, they're buying the outcome. So apart from selling the problem and, 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 and focusing on the result for the solution, no, perhaps is one of the most powerful tools that's underutilized in the sales process, at least in my opinion. And uh, that's the thing too, is that people do come back. They are buying and investing in the customer, by the, well, the buyer's journey. That's what they're buying. They're buying the ability to do business with you. The price usually actually works against you. If you're using the price to leverage a sale, it's working against you the majority of the time because the price doesn't matter. It, what, what matters is the desire and the need and the want. So want and desire are pretty much the same thing. Desire is a little bit stronger than wanting something because if you really desire it, it means it feels like a make or break. It feels like a make or break. Um, and that's all you need. So building that, and saying no 
that is a very important part about building desire because people want what they can't have. It's that simple. And like you're saying with the pauses, I teach people how to speak. So when you pause like this, everything sounds a lot more important and you get your point across and it gives them the time to think about what you just said, things like that. So being articulate in that way, being able to say no, if you back up that no, um, it's, it, and like you said, with that awkward space, it's very important because that awkward time period is that, you know, good leaders live in a world of awkward confusion. That's just what it is. We live in a world of awkward confusion and, um, but we're very decisive. That's how we get through it. So when you say no and you sit there and they don't speak, they're going to crack. When they crack, that's when you're going to get the deal because they are now realizing that you're the one wearing the pants and they need to either agree with you or walk away. Are they going to walk away? Well, no, because you're the only person who told them no. You're the only person who said, this is the price. It's that you know what your product or your service is worth, what the value is. If you discount the price, you discount the product. It means it was never worth as much as you were selling it for in the first place. Amen. And I'll tell you, you did something there in that pause um, that is so, so, so critical. It is so critical. And you, you called it. You, If they walk away, this is the most important part. That's okay. That's okay. I, I, I'll tell you. You know, there's that poem. I can't remember. I think it's Roger Kipling. Uh, treat, treat the, you know, the 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 wins and losses. Essentially, treat them the same. I can't for for whatever reason it escapes me momentarily. But that is the 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 honest truth. As a sales professional, you'll get to a point where you simply expect to win. You know, one thing I'll tell you about the the crew we have at at ADMD and 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 frankly, really the teams I've worked on and and built historically. You don't see people getting all that overly excited about wins we don't we to us the win was the expectation to us the win was the expectation if we happen to lose one it wasn't for us and not to say you shouldn't take the time to learn from anything of course you should dissect wins just like you dissect losses but inevitably emotionally you should have very little connection either um you know and i find that that makes your ability to say no much more honest much more authentic and one thing that you cannot replace is authenticity when someone is speaking to you you know i mean we've all had that when you dealt with someone whether they said yes or no right you know when you're looking at them mm, there was a certain inflection you know there's those micro expressions which i would suggest um if, if, if you're not familiar with that pick up a book and read on uh, micro expression especially for any face-to-face -face rep out there but anyway independently um this is a critical component and and rob i can't thank you enough for for bringing me on here to talk a little bit about this this has been this is probably one of the biggest gaps i see in both new and you know tenured sales reps alike there's just this innate tendency to want to always say yes 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 please 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 and ultimately it's only going to affect you and give you poor results. Yeah, I mean, there's other ways to say no as well. I mean, a stronger no is good when it's absolutely a no. But what some things I would recommend as well, where instead of saying no, you can say, absolutely. Like, yes, I agree with you, but this is the reality. The, the yes, but here's the reality. So you can do things like that, or I would suggest getting them into a different thought pattern is also important. So you could always suggest, but you should never tell. 
you don't tell them what to do. You suggest what to do. They think about it. You let them think about it. And then they, it's their idea. So it's about planting the seed rather than giving them the direct. That's Some correct. People and, and the acknowledgement is cool. By the way, you mentioned something that a lot of people forget. Acknowledging people. Again, we talked about relationships. Sales Validation. is a relationship skill. Validating and understanding. I heard what you said and repeating it back poignantly, man. The dude, sorry, that was that's such a critical point that other people miss as well, uh, Rob. Acknowledgement. You know, any relationship, this is a sales skill. Think about think about your day-to-day life, right? You convince people to go see a certain movie. You're selling something, right? If you want your friends to go fishing today instead of the beach, you're selling something. Right. So yeah. the, you know, I mean, just think about these items. There's no disparity between you having that conversation again with your buddy and talking to the CEO of X, Y, and Z company. It does not make no difference. Or if you're trying to come up to a decision or talk your wife into something, even in relationships, it's just like, well, I want to make this decision. I think we should redo the kitchen. It should be remodeled. It's like, well, why? You're selling that right now. Why does the kitchen need to be remodeled? The other person hasn't thought of that. So you have to sell it to them. If you could sell the idea, then you've sold it. And that's selling. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's, you know, you're talking to your brother, you're talking to your sister, you're talking to your uncle, you're talking to your cousin. If you're talking to them, trying to get them to do something with you or influence them in any way where I know it sounds bad trying to influence people, but anything you say to someone influences them. It is just the result of a conversation, no matter what it is about. That's it. It's an influence. And it doesn't have to be negative. People take that word very negatively. Yeah, right. And even worse, manipulation. People take that negatively. Manipulation is not negative. It's anything that you change the form of or the thought process behind. So if you're talking to someone and you're getting them to make a good decision, or if you're helping them, you are manipulating them because they were they were not doing that to begin with. So you're helping them get somewhere. You are manipulating them. There's positive manipulation and there's negative manipulation. The word no is a form of manipulation, but it's a positive manipulation with a negative. So it's a double negative. It's a, it's a double negative where it's negative and it's negative. Therefore it's positive. And doing that for people is it, it makes them think more about what it means that they're asking for. If you get anything from tonight, be careful, say, you know, be, be comfortable saying no when it makes sense learn how to acknowledge the person you know there's no need to do it disrespectfully um you can be very honest direct and forthcoming without being a jerk um it's hard for some people though i I will say that uh but ultimately stick to your guns whatever the decision you make whatever you say stand by because at the end of the day these things truly work if you're being authentic and honest and you know i've lost deals because i've stuck to my guns most of them have returned and come back those that yes. didn't, you know, God bless them. I wish them the best. I, I wish them the utmost success, but that client wasn't for me. And if you gave them your best and you were honest with them and they're not happy with that, they weren't meant to be a customer because those are the ones that are going to become a nightmare down the road. You will yeah, never you, get to, you will never meet their expectation. No. And you nailed it. That, that, remember there's that customer, you know, this is a whole nother thing about firing customers. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that person is going to take up that individual, that company's, if it starts bad, it's going to continue bad, right? They're going to take up your resources. And at the end of the day, you know, there's limited resources to allocate. And where are you spending your time on that customer? That's just a constant headache and has unreasonable. In fact, you're doing yourself a favor by firing them or saying no upfront so that they can go take those resources from your competitor somewhere. I mean, that's the, that is the God's honest truth. Don't ever fear that. And don't let those sales managers, I use the word manager very specifically, um, not leader. Um, don't, don't, don't worry what they tell you, right? Don't, don't hear that. You got to say yes. The customer's always right. Every time it is simply not the case. 
And the second you respect yourself, your business, your organization, and your value enough to say that and mean it, your game will change nearly immediately. Yeah, that adds to confidence. It adds to competence. So confidence and competence, and it adds to your overall image of yourself. If you are confident in what you're saying and you are serious about what you're saying and you are honest with people, the result that you get is a whole different game. It's a whole different game. And the results are stark. It's a, it's a stark difference. And that's something with me. So um, I'm really just a colloquial kind of guy. I just talk to people the way that I talk to them. You, if you get robbed, you get robbed. That's the end of it. I'm the same person. Whether it's right now me talking to you in this podcast, if you meet me in a meeting, if you meet me in a board meeting, if you meet me on the street, you're getting the same shit. There's no difference. Yeah. There's the same foul mouth, crazy son of a bitch that you'll see anywhere. That's That's what you get. And that's the thing. It's authenticity. So when I first started this business, I was trying to be overly professional as, as a leader in the company. And my selling and my conversations were just terrible. The reason they were terrible is because I was being disingenuine. I was not being myself. The second I dropped that ultra professional act, everybody wanted to talk to me. I could sell to anybody. I could talk to anybody. And I felt like I had to live up to an expectation of an expectation of something that was fabricated in my mind. And that's the thing is that don't be that guy. Don't try to be something that you're not and trying to be something that you're not is plain as day for everybody else. The only person who can't see it is yourself. Man, that is, listen, everything he just said, <laughs> it's so true. But you know what? People do it all the time. They get into their own business. They get into their own company. And by the way, you know, a little fake until you make it. I, I, you know, there's a little bit of that in there, but to me, it's the mentality, not the behavior, right? You believe, believe it is the it's the mindset. It's a hundred percent the mindset. It's so true. And and, and you, you can't have fear. Don't let fear of failure come into play. Oh, I'm going to lose this deal. Uh, the second you started thinking that. Well, hold on, I never understood. I'm going to lose this deal. Lose what? You didn't no one's paying you yet. What, what are you losing? I, 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 that's that's my mentality. I mean, that I no one is coming to your bank and taking commission check that didn't cash. Right. They didn't buy anything. You haven't lost anything. In fact, I don't know if you're aware of this. Most deals go to non-decision. Most, not some, most. I believe, last I looked at this, I think it was a Gardner fact, something like 60% of deals end up in no decision. And again, what does this stem from? It yeah, it's stems, like between 60 and 70. Yeah, it's something wild. But the problem was is nobody took the time to uncover the need because it was, it was probably not a need. It was probably a want. The other thing, when people become uncomfortable with all the solutions out i've seen it a lot where people you know none of the solutions may meet the need but moreover all the salespeople are telling you yes 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 i got the best i got the best yes 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 i got the best it creates a space where everyone falls into the same white noise again the power of no let me throw that in the mix here and a lot of people simply decide you know what i'm not convinced with any of this let me stick with the devil i know uh, and ultimately, that's something we all have to remember. Your first job is not the competition. Your first job in sales is to convince them they need to act. And you only do that by selling the problem and then the outcome and understanding that there is that. That adds to another weakness in sales. I've been talking about this in the last couple of podcasts, but the ability to solution is mm. weak at best in sales. That's why people don't like salespeople. They don't want salespeople involved because they're not smart enough or have enough know-how to solution. When I say not smart enough, I'm not talking about IQ or intellectual level. I'm talking about they are not competent in the space of solutioning because what does a leader want when they're buying something? They want to be able to go back and forth in solution and see how it implements. How is this going to implement into my current processes 
And how is it going to give me value? How is it going to drive more revenue? How is it going to save me money? How is it going to save me time? How is this going to increase effectiveness or efficiency? That's what's going on through their head. And if you can't work through those problems, you are the problem. Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, honestly, a lot of this comes from some, I think most of the time you're right. It's it's a inability or just lack of appropriate training. Lack of competency. It, it is a competency issue. However, oftentimes it's the innate will as a salesperson to jump to a solution. So that's and that's another gap. Instead of so you're treating the symptom, not the problem. You're not the medical underlying medical condition. The or, or for for the developers out there, text the root cause. You know, if ask the specific questions and learn how to do open ended. Again, this a lot of this comes comes to asking the right questions and understanding understanding your own product solutions and process well enough to you know apply this but you're right i mean again this this all always seems to boil up at the end of that deal you know and this 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 commitment was supposed to be in on x and the person goes dark you know the truth of the matter is you did not take the time you did not do what you need oh to my do god and, and get the, you just reminded me of something real quick real quick it's like when someone opens up a vulnerability I've, I've listened to so many sales calls and it's just such a lost opportunity. It drives me nuts. I listen to it. I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. But it's just, there's this huge vulnerability. They're about to let you in and they just cross over it and try to go to the solution. And it's just like, you could have just dug so deep into that wound to find out everything that you need to know. And you just didn't take the opportunity. It's recognizing when they're dropping their defense barrier to inject yourself, even when it seems like, oh, they, they buy it right now. But the difference, even if they do buy it right now, the difference, if you went deeper into that wound, the amount they'd pay would probably go up big time. And they'll have more respect for you for understanding their problems. So that relatability and the understanding increases. And Man. you get them exactly where you want them. You can upsell them. You can cross sell them. You can do whatever you want. But being able to understand the pain to the point where you're at the maximum depth of the wound, you're to the bone. And you can understand what's wrong with the bone even. Like you see that fracture. And then that is the thing. You're going to be the cast on the fracture. It's not just a Band-Aid putting it on the wound and hoping for the best. So I think that that's, that's something that cannot be ignored by salespeople is that you need to listen. My favorite, so Larry Long Jr. had him on here. Give, great, him the mic. Give him the gold mic. They got to be talking on the gold mic, but it's it's just shut up and listen. At critical and learn how to ask the next question, right? I mean, again, I, I used to do this with folks. When you think you have the answer, ask three more times. Yep. And ask it in a different way. And uh, you got to learn how to shake that, you know, shake the fruit out of the tree. And you remember, there's a reason that not everybody is in sales. There's a reason that everybody doesn't do well with public communication or speaking. They're not good. Innately, people are not good communicators. You need to remember that part of your deal. And th this speaks to the power of, of the word no, just like we're talking about. It is your job ultimately to create clarity in the vision of your prospect. The only way you do that is by understanding the innate root cause. Again, the problem, not the symptom, right? I have a headache, all right? An Advil may be just a button, right? I could have a tumor. I may just need to be hydrated. You understand what I'm saying? So if we're jumping to solutions, you know, what, what, what one doctor would have said, you know, we're going to need to get you an MRI right now. If you would ask one more question, you may learn that I went for a run, had two cups of coffee this morning, and haven't drank my water. Guess what? 
The solution is very different now, isn't it? So, you know, this combination of understanding your client, pausing, asking the right and open-ended questions. And again, the sec if you think you understand, ask three more times. I, I drilled this in Greenhorns when I would bring them on. And frankly, Greenhorns and, you know, I remember the, the one gentleman who was well into his 60s reporting to me, uh, been selling his entire life had never broken $80,000 in revenue and worked with us in one year. He actually, actually is the, it was his best year to date at that time. Guy made 140 some thousand dollars. Uh, gentleman's name was Mark. But what was the, the what, what did, what did I change about Mark? The guy's been selling for literally 40 years. Open-ended questions. Open-ended questions. And one other thing, belief in himself. He had yep. no problem no if the answer was no. You know why? Because his sales leader would never beat him up for doing the right thing. You know, so if you believe in yourself well enough to be honest and forthcoming with your client and you're intelligent enough to take the time to truly uncover the root cause, you will change the game. And again, layer in these little tricks. The pauses that he talked about were incredibly, incredibly apropos. Learning how to pause, living in that space, asking the right questions, asking more, getting to the root cause and never being afraid to stick by your guns and be honest. And, and it, listen, you know what this all comes down to? It's the same thing your mom told you when you were five. Honesty is the best policy. And it's still true. No means no. How many times you hear that when you're like five, six years old? No <laughs> means no. No means no. No means no. And if your parents didn't do that, I'm sorry because you had no discipline. But it, you know, it's just, you don't just go, oh, well, okay, maybe then, then guess what? The children take advantage of you. If you're in business and you go, oh, well, you know, maybe this time you're going to get taken advantage of. That's that costs money. That you costs a that lot of fucking money. <laughs> you learn that fast. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. It. Oh yeah. No one likes a yes, man. That's for this, sure. This What a blast, man. I, I got to tell you, everybody, if, if you're not with it with Rob Turley, uh, and White Rabbit, you know, get there today. Uh, these people know what they're doing. They understand what they talk about. They're one of the very few. Uh, and I say that the nicest way I can, because this is a I say the same about you. <laughs> it's, true. it's so rare. It's true. Uh, so, you know, uh, we're, we have a lot of great stuff coming out this year. We're partnering on all kinds of opportunities. You know, bottom line, if you want to change your game, get on this podcast, listen to what we're talking about here. And, you know, of course, take into consideration the game changing solutions that we're putting out there. It is a new day for people. Um, and, you know, Rob, new you know day. it's a new it's a new it, era. It is. And, and there's only one thing I would love to leave people with. And, and I, I just want to talk about one thing. I know we're not selling anything on this podcast, nothing of that like. Um, but there's one of the reasons me and Rob came together, um, I think, is really comes down to a, the vision that we have for our organizations. But most importantly, what that vision means for the benefit of others, right? The democratization of AI, you know, uh, he, he preaches this all the time. Rob preaches it all the time. Uh, for us, you know, at ADMD Solutions, and of course, I know White Rabbit has, has done the same thing. We wanted to create a world, not just for ourselves, but an opportunity for others around us that, you know, we never had. When I was coming up in business, folks, you know, I've lost very literally close to half a million dollars in mistakes. I didn't have the right person to ask a question to. Um, I, I didn't I didn't know where to start all these different items. But, you know, now today we've you know been able to cultivate and create a true opportunity for sales, closers and monsters like yourself who are sick of getting nickel and dimed. 
who are tired of hearing, you know, we got to go to the commissioning board. You might make more money than the CEO this year. Right. And all of the stupidity in between, um, we, we've, we've wanted to create an opportunity that really, um, well, basically gave people an opportunity that I wanted and never had to own their own business. So if there's any interest out there for someone to go on their own, uh, we're looking for, for people that want to adopt and kind of manage and grow their own day to day in an AI growth firm. Um, we're providing everything from help setting up your LLC to the trainings and capabilities and even offering a buyback to the book of business. So you're not just selling and making someone else rich. We're literally giving you an opportunity to build equity in your own business and buying back your book of business. If you so choose at between three and four times the multiplier, four times the multiplier over a million in sales. Um, so if there's any interest in those kinds of items, we'd love to see you. We're gonna be releasing a free uh, a sales and learning school. We're gonna have geniuses like Rob Turley popping on there. I will be there and I will help train. So we, we're, we're- So if you wanna learn from us, happy. we got you. And um, Arturo and I are for sure going to be doing workshops together. We're gonna be offering that. It's gonna be free. It's gonna be awesome. We're going to be doing all sorts of things, webinars, how to best use social media to just kick ass selling and how to, how to thread artificial intelligence into that. It's gonna be awesome. So, you know, we don't provide, we, we provide solutions, but we don't provide those solutions. We'll just show you how it's done. If you like it, go for it. Taste test it. See what you like. Everything we offer is month to month. That's everything that we do. And so instead of just like, yeah, I know, I know we're getting into this whole thing right now, but thing is do it or don't do it. We don't really care because the ones who are not on top are going to do it. That's the end. That's true. <laughs> if not, rewind to the section where I said, I care less than you in negotiations. I meant that. Yep, exactly. So do I. Yeah, you don't want to put you don't want to play ball, then I'm not playing ball with you. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, anyway, thank you so much for your time, Arturo. We're out of time here. But um, yeah, thank you. That was awesome. The opening was absolutely incredible. And I hope everybody learned something from this. So thank you. No, no, thank you, man. And again, if you're not with White Rabbit, get with the program people, because I, I say this to people all the time. And it's not just, you know, my stuff or his stuff. If you're not on the train, right, you're already behind. If, if the first dog to the bowl is going to eat best, take a look at the landscape out there. Look at the world we're in. And if you're not ahead of your competition, they're ahead of you. You know, that's, that's, right. that's right. And if you think that you're happy and that your customers are happy, your competition is working every single day to steal them from you every single day. That's all they're doing. That's what they do for a living. So if you're on top, you won't be for long. If you think you're on top and you, you oh yeah, no, no, we're going steady. Yeah, sure. You're going steady. Just wait till she cheats on you. But that's you know, right. <laughs> yeah, right? But, um, anyway, thank everybody for listening. And uh, yeah, please use your hashtag, hashtag DTRH podcast and hashtag sales enablement. That would be awesome. Uh, otherwise, this is Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. And this podcast was brought to you by, you guessed it, White Rabbit Intel, the sales enablement AI, where you can know more, win more, and close often, and ADMD solutions, where it is one of the most epic sales suites using artificial intelligence to get the job done. So two AI companies back to back, just killing it. And you can kill it too. That's all I'm saying. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later. If you enjoyed this episode, follow Down the Rabbit Hole podcast for new episodes weekly on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. If you'd like to apply to be featured on the podcast or recommend a featured guest, please feel free to email us at the team at whiterabbitintel.com.